Welcome back to Fighting Fire with Fun, the AJ Rose Show. My name's AJ Rose. I'm not sure what that intro was, but I'm here with the man who was on the second ever episode of Fighting Fire with Fire. He's back. He's in Boston for the weekend. It's Sam Barbell. Sam, Sam Barbell, yeah. Sam, say hi to the people. Hello to the people. Sam, you are visiting from Goucher for the weekend. I had to have you on the podcast because, A, you're one of my best friends, and B, you're one of the people who likes to talk about things that are going on in the world. And what we start with most of these podcasts now, because we have bits, we have segments now. It's not an uncluttered, chaotic mess like the last time you came on here. That's fun. So the first bit is called, How Was Your Day? How was your day? Oh, it was good. Uh, I woke up, hung out with my dog for a bit. Hung out with your dog? What's your dog's uh, name? My dog's name is... Cleo, she is ugly. She's, very she's ugly. ugly. She's not a good looking dog, no. She has this like thick mustache. She's a shih tzu. She has your, she has a thick mustache. your female dog is ugly and has a thick must, mustache. mustache. I mean, that's that's not her like, you have to look on the I've, inside. I, I've met Cleo. You have to look on the inside. Right. There's not much there. There's not much there? <laughs> she, no, yeah, she's a, she's, a, she's a cutie. All right. Um, And then I came here. And... You're you're in a good mood. Yeah. You're prepared. I'm prepared. Okay. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Well, how you you don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah. I've totally sprung this on you. Yeah. Well, the second segment is called "So Hot Right Now." So <laughs> do you so hot right now. do do you have a pop culture recommendation for the listening audience? Mm, yes, a, I a, do. a TV show, an album, and anything. What yes. do you got? Okay. Uh, I'll do a TV show. Let's go. Let's, we'll do a TV show. Um, because it is completed. Um, I would recommend the show Luke Cage, which is on Netflix mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. I was going to recommend a different TV show, but that's in the making. Um, and it's there's only two episodes out right now. So we'll we'll say Luke Cage. And what's, it's, it's what was the other one you were going to recommend? Uh, Westworld. Westworld? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I have mentioned, uh, my friend Eric has mentioned Luke Cage, and I have mentioned Westworld. The second episode was of Westworld, of its opening season, was Sunday night. I enjoyed it. Sam is... You know, I, did, I didn't wait to watch it with him. He was a little, okay. a little upset about that, but that's okay. But now we've got to get to the lecture at hand, Sam. The lecture at hand is the main meat of each podcast, based on Snoop Dogg's line from Ain't Nothing But a G Thing, back to the lecture at hand. So, we have several things I want to talk to you today. Sam, are you going to vote in the 2016 presidential election? Yup. You are going to vote? Yeah. Are you going to vote for Gary Johnson, the independent? Yeah, the guy who didn't know what Aleppo was? <laughs> Deaf. <laughs> are you going to vote for Mr. Drumpf? Mr. Drumpf. Mm, tempting. But uh, no. Possibly. No. <laughs> Probably not. Are you going to vote for Hillary Clinton? They all suck so much. Oh, my God. Um, but the answer is? Probably. Uh, okay. I'm going to be honest. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know much about politics. I wasn't. Neither do most like, people who vote. On the issues about like who does what. I know, like, some background into, like, like you know, Hillary and her email stuff, and Trump's never, like, been audited yet, or he hasn't released his, uh, his tax, tax returns. returns, yep, stuff like that, but I don't know, like, the the, the, the nitty-gritty, so I went to this website that said, what, who do you side with most, what, uh, like, uh, a candidate you side with most, and it asks you about the issues, how important each is to you, like, what your answers are, you can fill something in. Um, and then it rates it compared to what their answers were. They have like the the answers of the candidates uh, on record, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't like any of the the um, nominees. But I had ninety eight percent with 
Hillary Clinton, and a whopping 2% with Donald Trump. Those were... Grumpf. Yeah, and then I had like 45 with Gary Johnson. I don't, I don't like that much. Um, so I probably will be voting for Hillary. I don't... I mean, if I had to... I, if, I, if I could not choose her, I would. But I think if I... I have to vote this year. I, I think everyone should vote this mm-hmm. year. This is a really important election. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm voting for Hillary. I don't think anyone who doesn't want to vote for Hillary should vote for Hillary. I think if you want to vote for Trump, you want to vote for someone else, you should. Because... That's how democracy works, and those are the consequences of our right of our government. Um, that being said, yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna vote for Hillary. Probably. All right, yeah, I think I think that it's one of the all time uh, for for the vast majority of voting America, it's a lesser of two evils vote. Yes, to me, it's and to me and to you and to most of the people I know who have any shred of common sense it's obvious which of those two evils is lesser right. <laughs> because yeah i don't care how bad you think uh hillary is and she is certainly not a perfect candidate i don't know how you could possibly compare her with that other guy like satan clown <laughs> so yeah, or that orange that's how we feel seriously yeah um I actually so, had the first the other day. I was talking to someone who who is actually going to vote for Trump, and he was the first person I've ever who I've known to support Trump who actually had like a valid, like he was actually like had reasons that he liked Trump. It wasn't just like random stuff. He was like, oh, like this and that, and some of it was wrong. <laughs> like, like what he was like, oh, well, like you have a family and you know you have to see your kids, and the kids kind of like grew up right. Then you know that the parents must be like even if they're a bad person, like the parents must have to be something good. And Trump's kids seem pretty good. They seem all right. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> Obviously, I looked into anything about his kids. But understandably, that is a, that's a legit, that's a legitimate. In, th- in theory, that's a decent reason. That's a reason. legitimate, like, uh, logic reason. Yeah, like a way of reasoning. Right. So I was like, okay, I, I can see why some, I don't think that's the majority thinking of. You're Trump's wrong, but that's not the worst line of thinking. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So. That's that's where that's where that is, um, and even if you if you like hate if you hate 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 Trump, like he he is there and he can get voted for. So that's like the thing. If you really don't want him to be elected, vote for Hillary Clinton. Go to or vote for someone who you think will win. Right, Sam. 2016 has been an incredible year for music. Mm-hmm. There has been a lot, a lot, a lot of good albums. Yes. Me and you have talked about them at length, uh, on mostly through late night phone calls. <laughs> right now, as of October 13th, 2016, what is your album of the year and why? Um, I it was like so hard for me to pick originally, but I can say now, uh, Blonde, Blonde. Was my album of the year. It was either that. Or Untitled. Untitled Unmastered by Kendrick Lamar. Like, as I, I was telling AJ earlier, um, new Kendrick, new Kendrick Lamar music is my drug. That's my <laughs> advice. I cannot get enough. If I hear new Kendrick, I am literally experiencing intense euphoria. It's amazing. <laughs> so, when LeBron James asked Kendrick Lamar to release his unreleased tracks, and he did so, I was... Very good shout out to LeBron. I Please. Oh my god! I just want him to just ask for my, just hey maybe he can ask some other musicians to release their music and then we would all 
Yeah. Oh yeah, LeBron, do us all a favor and tweet at Chance for him to release his <laughs> version album. of oh. Waves and Famous, oh my please. God, please. For him to release Nina dear, Chop, dear Lord, that he Nina played Chop. for Zane Lowe. Holy cow! Nina please. Chop is incredible. Please, I just want to like actually, you know what? Screw his version of Waves. Have Chance Nina release Chop. that Nina Chop Nina version Chop. of Famous. Okay. Oh my Lord! You ever heard Nina Chop? Just look up Zane Lowe Chance and just hear his. Original version of Waves, which Kanye kind of stripped down and made better, because, frankly. Mm, I, think, I think I think the reason that it wasn't in there is because it does chance a, a lot of like it, it makes the chance sound very very good. It kind of was like like the album is like a Kanye album, right? It's Kanye steering the ship ultimately. Yes. Um, and why is it blonde? Ah, okay. So a lot of albums they're very good, and I like them. I like the sound of them. But Blonde had this thing about it. Um, I don't know how to put it. Like, there's I can put it into words. But like, basically, it had like some kind of like nostalgic feel to it. And I mean, it was still like Frank doing his own thing. I wasn't expecting uh, Channel Orange two or like Channel Blue or something like that, which would be a great name. Shout out to my friend Gavi, who is one of the first listeners and subscribers to the show, who tweeted at me. He said. Is the phrase "these bitches want Nikes" just uh, uh, an allegory for fans wanting Channel Orange Part Two, which is a Ooh. really, really nice idea oh, slash theory? That's, that's a good right? call. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there that I really want. Um, in Channel Orange, they had a song called "White" featuring John Mayer, and it's mm-hmm. very like nice sounding, a lot of guitar. And then in the new album, there's a song called "Pink and White," mm-hmm. which had a guitar, and I was really hoping it'd be John Mayer or someone else. John Mayer is not featured. On no. Album. However, pa- however, Pink and White's really good. It is a very good song. There's a lot of people who came and uh, were uh, thanked by Frank. Um, there's like a list of people, and it's an incredible list. There's Andre 3000s on there, Kanye's on there, um, like pretty much any like big musician right now that you can think of. Even the ones that you probably wouldn't think of, like David Bowie is on there at some point. It's quite. It's yeah. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, he it um yeah it has like this just nostalgic feeling it's very like simple but like profound at the same time and that kind of attribute is what made me enjoy it so much and i was like i I, I expected nothing going into it and that was the best way to go into it It was very very good that way Um, you tempered your expectations yes um yeah dangerous thing expectations it's, it's very it's very good i i um what's your favorite song on the album that's a, that's isn't that real tough? That's a tough, tough? question. Um, I really like Ivy. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's a song that I can listen to over and over again. But the I think my favorite song that's featured on the album is uh, Future of Free. Is that what it's called? Future of Free is the last track. The last track, yeah. yeah. It's really long. And it has like this, the there, I don't know what it's called. There's like a melody that's played throughout the album, like behind... Like it was in all the skits, and it's in the last thing. It's like, dun, 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 you know, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's a, there's a name for that, but um, the refrain or whatever. Yeah, the same way uh, Kanye and Jay Z had that uh, sort of dun, 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 dun yeah, yeah, thing yeah. on Watch the Throne. Yeah, right, right. Um, so it's that, but it's that being played behind um, uh, a clip, an audio clip. Or maybe like maybe an interview. It sounds like of an interview of his friends, like the his friends from Odd Future, because that was where Frank came from originally. He mm-hmm. was in a group with the Odd Future, Tyler Creator, and whatnot, and they're all just talking and hanging out and like goofing off, 
and that and it just sounds so and that is just so like like pure like pure and relatable to a person just like hang out with friends and like kind of the innocence of childhood and how things have cha- how things change but like you still like can enjoy like those that stuff that is like that is the only album this year that I think has really done that for me that has done something like that just something like uh, that that uh, that song is genius to me but uh yeah not incidentally i think the other album that has done that best is the album that i think is after blonde which is coloring book chance the rapper i was about to say that yeah <laughs> yeah i agree which uh n- nobody captures the ecstatic innocence of youth quite like chance ah yeah Sam, uh, real fans. You had a wonderful little anecdote to tell me about. It was just a. This is uh, this is not even a so hot right now. This is just you being a really interesting person and knowing <laughs> this story. You were telling me a yeah. story about a mathematician. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. yawning. Oh, that's my first yawn on the podcast. Uh, it's okay. You. Uh, so go for it. Okay. Um, What's the guy's name? Uh, his name is George Danzig. George Danzig. D a n t z i g. Um. So basically, in school, I I'm in math classes. I'm a math major. There's a lot of numbers that we work with. But one of my teachers, he is he's really different than the other math teachers because he has this, he's really interested in math history and the mathematicians that like figured out the stuff that we do today. And so the story of Danzig. So he said, yeah, do a biography on a statistician, and he has this. He gave us a list of statisticians we could choose from. We could find a new one, and I chose from the list this guy named George Danzig. I didn't know anything about him, and I looked him up. And I found this story about, um, basically, what happened was he was in graduate school, and he's taking a statistics class, and he woke up late, and he got in there, and there's two problems in the board. So he said, oh, those are the homework problems. Writes them down, um, does them, like, over a few weeks, and then gets gets back to the teacher, and he's like, I'm so sorry these are late. Like, he's, like, apologizing profusely, because usually they're... Takes them a little longer, and he, the teacher's like, just throw it on the pile. And he goes, okay, like, whatever. And uh, he throws it on the pile of papers, probably, like, just there's a ton of stuff for the teacher has to grade. And then a few weeks later, um, it's like 8 in the morning, he's with his, he's like sleeping in bed with his wife, and he, they hear knocking the door. Like, someone's like furi- furiously knocking the door. And he go he opens it, and this is teacher, and he goes, oh, like, I, I can't believe it's like I've written, I've like written the intro, like, where we can publish it, like, you just gotta, like, do all the stuff, and he has the the guy George has no idea what his teacher's talking about, and it turns out these two problems that he had solved were not homework problems, but unsolved statistic problems like that uh, even Einstein not been able to figure out. He just said these are unsolved problems. Um, there, if you can prove them, like, yeah, incredible. Like otherwise, no. But he had missed that part because he had came in late. So he had basically in his story he says. These problems had been, um, and I quote, particularly harder than the other ones. Hmm. Instead of which, which would most would say these problems were impossible. So he is he's a great guy. Um, and for those who are like, oh, that rings a bell. I've heard that storyline oh, somewhere. Oh yes, right. So the reason that um, story is somewhat familiar is because that uh, some people say that that uh, particular story uh inspired the first scene of goodwill hunting where he solves um a math problem on a chalkboard that is unproven unproven by and they try to figure out who who did it there you go that's quite interesting george Danzig, man that's a very interesting little bit yeah yeah so blonde is your album of the year 
you're you're begrudgingly voting for Hillary Clinton. Yes. George Danzig is actually Matt Damon. <laughs> or Matt Damon is actually George Or Danzig. Matt Damon's actually George Danzig. And you are on track to finally finish college yes. in the spring. Yes. You've been working your tail off. It's been an odyssey. Yeah. It's something I want I've always kind of wanted to ask you about because even though we're the same age, you, you you've been going to school, going to college since what, twenty twelve? Yeah. Yeah. 2012 uh yeah it started in the fall how do you, how do you feel that you're almost done it's crazy it's been a it's been a windy road um i haven't uh to be honest i uh, i've had it pretty good i'm not gonna lie like even though school is taking me a really long time to finish like the fact that I even get to go to school i left and i came back um i'll just sum i'll summarize really quickly uh i came to goucher 2012 the fall of 2012 I met uh, AJ and a good amount of friends there and had a really good time, but I uh, did not care about school much. I was partying a lot. I slept through a lot of my classes, and I failed two of them, so I had to leave because I lost my scholarship. And then I did I did some work, did some community college, and I kind of wasn't expecting to go back to Goucher because I couldn't uh, afford it. And a family member of mine said, hey, if, you're, if you can graduate, I will help you pay off your loans. You won't... You won't uh, be drowning in loans for the rest of your life. So I said yes, and I came back to Goucher, and me and AJ started hanging out a bit more, and here I am. So it's been a it's been a, a very uh, it's been a wild ride. I'll say that. But a fruitful endeavor. Yes. Ultimately. Yeah, I think education is super important. I'm really glad that I finished it. Um, and when I uh, um, this is me knocking on wood, by oh. the way, because you haven't finished it yet. Oh, it's okay. Um, what? I mean, yeah. But what, what I'm was happy the, for you. Yeah. What was the point? Oh no! The, what I was gonna I was about to say one one thing. The uh, one thing that I realized about like three quarters of the way through my time at at college is that um, it is not for everyone. And I mm-hmm. may I realized that maybe it wasn't for me that I might I'm not a great student, but I re I reevaluated that. I I I just uh, had a, it had been a long time since I since I had uh, enjoyed a class. I had taken a lot of classes and I didn't really like them too much, but I did find classes that I enjoyed and I re reconsidered that that thought. So I'm glad that you uh, came around on it, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is a shorter podcast than we usually do because I didn't have specific topics that I wanted to talk about. There weren't really sports <laughs> topics that 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 we could talk about because that's not the stuff that me and you were passionate about talking about. We can talk about I mean, sports, but uh, do do you have any final departing words for Poppy, for Big Poppy? Oh, I uh, actually went to his last game in Baltimore. While I was while I was there, yeah. Very nice. Uh, it's funny because uh, he uh, in an earlier game had destroyed a phone with a bat, one of the phones in the dugout. He just murdered it with a bat and made me fear him because uh, he's a big boy. That, <laughs> he eliminated that phone, and I was like, if he did that to a person they would uh, also be eliminated be, be gone yeah um so he did that and then they're doing this kind of like uh goodbye thing and then they showed the video of him destroying the phone just going ham on it and then they brought it out the remnants of this of this telephone they brought it out they gave it to him and he looked so uncomfortable but it was it was a, it was a funny funny sentiment he was just you could tell he was kind of like let's let's go let's play some baseball but um but yeah, no, I can't. It's kind of hard to believe 
uh, that he's leaving because I don't know. Uh, I was started getting back into baseball, you know, around I think it was like uh, 2004, something around there, you know. Well, when the Red Sox reversed uh, the curse. Reversed the curse, yeah. That was semi important. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, no, like he's uh, he's been a a sports figure to me that I that I've always been a been a keep an eye keep an eye on like him and uh, Paul Pierce and Garnett and and Brady and whatnot all of our our Boston heroes and whatnot. Yeah. So sad to see him go, but he's doing his own thing. He's gonna be good. I think he'll hopefully he'll stay around Boston. I'm not sure what he's gonna do now, but we'll see. Hopefully, we'll have him on the podcast. Only time will tell. Sam, is there anything else that's just on your mind that you're itching to get onto the internet and onto the this this audio recording of this podcast? Sure. Sure. Um, yes, yeah. that's a great answer. You could, uh, I guess, um, when when we brought when we bring up the election, um, the th- thing that always comes to my mind is saying goodbye to Obama and how dope he was as a president. Um, I guess, uh, what was it? He is a, one of the coolest presidents of all time. No question. As a person. And just like the way he, at least like just in terms of, um, being eloquent and uh, there was a, someone, someone put, I gave a, gave an adjective to this. I don't know what it's called, but, um, just like a, just a very like put together person. Kind of as when uh, as far as like personality and and uh, he's just very um uh, he has values he holds on to them he doesn't seem like he doesn't like mudsling he doesn't do any of that stuff he's very uh it's not polite it's just uh you know what I'm trying to say I don't know <laughs> suave he's smooth uh, diplomatic. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, all of the above, but yeah, I I can't find the word I'm looking for. But yeah, I guess uh, I've talked to a lot of people. He certainly was privy to the era that we were living in technology-wise. He Mm -hmm. did a Reddit Ask Me Anything. He went on multiple podcasts, including Mark Maron's WTF podcast. He flew out to California for that. Mm He... uh, he he said he made he was in uh, some some YouTube videos where he makes fun of himself and he said thanks Obama to himself and he did it correctly which is really hard amazing. to do yeah and the fact that he didn't just like do some random he literally did something the the best way you can do that joke and was it him like dun- like he was trying to dunk, dunk a cookie into a glass of milk and the cookie was too big to fit into the glass and he mm-hmm. said thanks Obama which is perfect that's how you do yeah. the joke. Um, there was a subreddit on Reddit called Thanks Obama, and with that video, they retired the subreddit. They, you cannot post on that subreddit anymore. He, they said, it's over. He wins. It's over. He, he ended it, um, which is very cool. incredible. Yeah. And for him to say, for him to invoke Kobe at the last White House Correspondence Center and say, Obama out. Obama out. Yeah, because that's, that's a... Is what Kobe, Kobe said. Kobe, Kobe said, Mamba out. Mamba out. That's great. Yeah. I, I will certainly never forget him as president. I think they're uh, policy-wise and and just in terms of the the X's and O's things he got done and didn't get done. He is not a, far from a perfect president. Uh, he did not close Guantanamo Bay, and there were other things that he 
wanted to do and said he would do that uh, he couldn't totally follow through on. However, that probably had just as much to do with a gridlocked Congress and Senate than mm-hmm. than it did with him. And I think yeah. ov- overall he should get a thumbs up historically. And es- especially up, given given the situation that he was handed economically oh, yeah, no, uh, at the time he was elected. I mean, he, was, he had to put together a lot of pieces post-George right. Bush. And people always talk about how bad George Bush was. But if you, I mean, I don't know, if you think back to like, I don't know, let's say 2001, like when, you know, when uh, the 9-11 attacks happened, like he handled that situation so well and a bunch of other stuff that people just kind of like overlook because of like nuclear and stuff like that, which is unfortunate. I don't think George Bush was, was all that bad. He did a lot of not good stuff, but... I disagree with you, and that's okay. Yeah. I think he was pretty bad. And yes. uh, handled some things awfully. And oh, no, true. One of the one of the reasons that a it it looks it looks less bad in in retrospect because we're not living in that anymore. We're not, yes. We don't actually have it, Bush as president anymore. And the fact that Trump makes George Bush look like you know a, oh, a kitten playing with a like toy, a smart person. Yes. Yeah. Like a very intelligent, well, yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that's upsetting. I think uh, I think that's a really melancholy note to end this podcast on but hey you know it's hey. a, it's kind of a melancholy thursday mm-hmm. sam you're an excellent podcast guest thank you you had a very funny anecdote about dancing and thank you for your political insight even though you confess to not being as politically informed as you'd like to be but i think that's the case with most of us yeah thank you for your little ode to poppy and even even though you didn't say me, you're like, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He's uh, yeah, I like him. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's how I feel. But and it's cool. I hope to have you on this podcast again at the end of the year when we have any albums that are going to come out between now and the end of the year, whether that's Wolfpack in a couple of days or Run the Jewels three or whatever is to come. Mm-hmm. I want you to have your input on what your album of the year is. I think ultimately it'll still be Blonde. But we'll see. We'll see. If some if some album manages to blow it out of the water in the next two months, then it deserves it because that would be that'd be very cool. Very difficult. Very um, cool. Technically, posthumous Prince album. <laughs> possible. Technically, um, what? Technically, uh, Run the Jewels three would actually be Run the Jewels four because of uh, an album called Meow the Jewels, which was yeah, 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 joking. Meow the Jewels. <laughs> Yeah, which Everybody, has one of the best intros, by the way, with yeah. Dog go go saying, go. Let's meow, go. Meow, 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 meow. Go listen to uh, Meow the Jewels for those. Even if you haven't listened to Run the Jewels, listen to Meow the Jewels. Sam, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. All right. Uh, We will see you next time for Fighting Fire with Fire. I'm AJ Rose. He's Sam Barbell. You can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at SoundCloud.com slash Fighting Fire with Fire. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The AJ Rose Show. (laughs) Follow The AJ Rose Show on Twitter at The AJ Rose Show. Follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, or Instagram at A Jeremy Rose. Or in the newspaper. Follow Sam on Twitter at... Oh, uh, Barbell with three L's. Barbell, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Peace.